morning. Scripture reading this morning comes from a couple of different places. We have uh, one from Isaiah this morning and one from the Gospel of Luke. From Isaiah. Let me sing for my beloved. My love song concerns his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He dug it, cleared it of stones, and planted it with choice vines. He built a watchtower in the midst of it and hewed out a wine vat in it. He expected it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. And now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and people of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I have not done in it? When I expected it to yield grapes, why did it yield wild grapes? And now I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will remove the hedge and it shall be devoured. I will break down its wall and it shall be trampled down. I will make it a waste. It shall be pruned or it shall not be pruned or hoed. It shall be overgrown with briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain upon it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the people of Judah are his pleasant planting. He expected justice, but saw bloodshed, righteousness, but heard a cry. Be not afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out. An unfailing treasure in heaven where no thief comes near or no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. The word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. Another set of bizarre scriptures this week that we're going to try to tie together to be what God is calling us to do. Good morning, church. You still out there? Welcome to all of you here in the house and those of you who are joining us online. Uh, We are all family here at Good Shepherd, whether we're here in the house, whether we're uh, worshiping online, whether it's on Sunday or later on in the week. So let us wave each other so that we can have a, an opportunity to fill a family connection as we begin to, to uh, hear what God has to say for us today. I want us to comment on the live feed as we're worshiping online. Or if you're here in the house, shout out. Let us know you're here. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm Pastor Regina, and we're looking forward to the time we spend together this morning. Our adventure cont- to become debt-free by 2023 continues. We're making progress, but in all journeys, there are still, uh, st- there's still a distance to be covered. We appreciate the effort that everyone is making to, to make this God-sized dream a reality. Anticipate an update soon. Good Shepherd is excited about God's perfect timing and the future ministry possibilities that are represented by accomplishing this goal. We have several guiding verses in this effort and in our effort to become the church that God is calling us to be. And the first one is in Isaiah. Now let us read this together so it, it not only becomes words on a page, and, but words that are in our hearts. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. 
and from Habakkuk 2.3. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end and does not lie. If it seems to tarry, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. And I would suggest another one for us this, this uh, morning for it to be our focus as well. Found in Matthew 7, 8. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches find. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be open. We are reminded in these verses of, of the new things that God has planned for Good Shepherd. We anticipate change, growth, and are committed to stepping out in faith by trusting God even in times of waiting, even when we don't immediately know the outcomes. We remember that our hope is found where? In God. Not in ourselves, but in God. We courageously listen for for God's voice and allow God to direct our future. We embrace life-giving, tangible steps to become the church of God that God is calling us to be as we ask and seek and await God's opening doors. We're coming home. We're coming home by choosing to unconditionally go where God is calling us to go. Even when that road is unfamiliar and and we may not be able to fully see our next steps. Our home is in Christ and those possibilities are endless. We're taking first steps. We're taking first steps by, by learning to listen, to listen to those nudges that, that, that are, are the still, small voice of our Creator. And sometimes we hear these nudges in the voices and the, uh, by listening to the wisdom of others that come from God. We're seeing with different eyes what God has in store for us. We're looking harder and deeper beyond the, the obvious to better understand and discern God's plan. By asking some questions like, what do we see as we continue to look toward the future of Good Shepherd? And several what-if questions. We're confidently, boldly moving forward as we clearly see the vision for Good Shepherd. Naaman has taught us to listen to God's voice through others. Amos has taught us to see deeply and differently. And today we look at these several scriptures that are calling us into action. I remember my first trip to the wine country in Northern California. The vineyards are, the vineyards are pristine. The rolling hills, the, per, the perfect rows, the well-manicured vines, they're beautiful. But in ancient times, vineyards were, were these prized possessions. They received great care. They, it took hard work to maintain these quality vineyards. But sometimes, wild grapes can infiltrate these beautiful vineyards. They can even grow in, in places that, and, and they're not cultivated. They just show up. Anybody got weeds in their garden this time of year? But humanly, whether it's Israel, the church, or, or all of us sitting here today, we are like those wild grapes. We grow in, a, a, in vineyards that are meant for purity. The Isaiah scripture that we, that we just read this morning is, is another one of those difficult passages to grasp if we're searching for a compassionate caring and loving God until until we look deeper into the lesson that the prophet is teaching us. For those of you who are privileged to grow up in a family where an occasional reminder on the backside corrected errant behavior, you might have heard the phrase, this will hurt you more than it hurts me. Anybody hear that one? Yeah, I, I never really fully understood that as a child, but 
as I began to grow older, I began to understand that statement, and some of you may have, as you've had your own children or, or you've had to correct the behavior of someone you loved. Sometimes dif- discipline and redirection is the most loving, caring, and compassionate effort that can be done. God's beloved vineyard had become wayward in its actions, and it was in need of correction. And in this case, that correction became exile. But for us, the New Testament speaks of of pruning, a task where vines are cut back and vineyards are are gleaned of unwanted and, and harmful growth. God wants the best for us. As we hear in that passage of Luke, it reminds us where our treasures lie or where our hearts reside. And sometimes we must prune our hearts to determine what our true treasures might be. We sometimes get our treasures mixed up. We lose perspective on our priorities. It doesn't make us bad people. It just makes us wayward. And sometimes that's where we become wild grapes. Sometimes the Big C Church, we, we concentrate too much on, on, the, on a building itself or, or we lose sight of the ministry that we're supposed to be about. We get caught up in issues and opinions and programs and we forget that our ministry is about loving God and loving others unconditionally. Our mission as a church is to make disciples of Jesus Christ, to transform the world, to be deci- not to be disciples of a big C church and its buildings. We can use the church and its ministries as, as means to an end rather than the end itself. And that's the question for us this morning. How do we do that? As Leonard Sweet implied, how do we move beyond our walls and become the presence of God in the world. How do we do that? How do we move beyond the walls of our building to become God's presence in the world? You know what? It takes action. It, 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 yeah, it, it takes hopes and it takes faith and it takes discernment. But if we never move beyond hope, faith, and discernment into action and we never, never move into those next steps, are we really faithful followers of Christ? I've heard it said all my life that actions speak louder than words. As a child, it, it was only a saying my parents or other adults might have used to, to redirect my stubborn behavior. But as I matured and I looked deeper into the meaning of this phrase, I began to understand that words are powerful, but sometimes they can be deceitful when, aligned with, when they're not aligned with an individual's actions. The way a person acts and speaks volumes as, as to their character, their motivation, and their intent, despite what they may say. If you look at their actions, you find out who they really are and what they really believe. This statement's true for the church as well. When our actions match our words, we're demonstrating God's love and, and we're following Christ's examples. Issues arise when, when those actions and their words don't, don't align. We, we can all think of examples in the church and in our lives when, when what we say we believe and, and follow as Christians may not line up with how we act. It's when that scenario happens that our witness is harmed and we are accused of, by others of being hypocritical. We, we cannot be wild grapes who simply follow our own conscience and will. We must seek how God's will 
and we must seek it out and we must follow God's leadership and the godly leadership of, of those around us that, that God puts in places of leadership. We as leaders and followers must be cultivated. We must be guided by God's Word and, and led by the Holy Spirit to do what God is calling us to do. We would do well to remember that while we're grateful for our buildings and the convenience and the usefulness they provide, it's all about the people carrying out the work to be done that is the church. Not where we sit this morning, but the people who sit here. In James 1, through 25, we read these words. But be doers of the word and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. For if any are hearers of the word and not doers, they are like those who look at themselves in a mirror. For they look at themselves and, and on going away immediately forget what they look like. But those who look into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and persevere, being not hearers who forget but doers who act, they will be blessed for, in their doing. The writer of this text admonishes us that both hearing and doing go hand in hand. Faith and work are, are, are teammates who, who work in tandem with each other to accomplish a goal. We have hope and faith and confidence that, that we'll reach our goal of being debt-free by 2023. We're listening to God's voice and, and seeing things through different eyes. We, we must also act on what we hear and what we see. We must not only talk about our current ministry and the ministries to come, but we must do ministry. We must put our words into actions. Now, Good Shepherd United Methodist Church does a lot of ministry within our church, within our community, and within our world. But there's much more that we can be, do that we can be doing. There's future ministries that we may not have even thought about yet. There are dreams that have not yet been dreamed. We must be careful that as we move into the future, not to allow the vineyard of Good Shepherd United Methodist Church to become overrun with wild grapes. Those wild grapes of inward focus. Those wild grapes of inaction. Wild grapes of too many bells and whistles that we forget to cultivate the grapes of study and worship and acts of service. The cultivated grapes of action. The foundation of cultivated grapes will, will allow the future to, to be grafted into what is the connection of Good Shepherd United Methodist Church, the connection that is the family of God. Action is as important as listening and seeing. It's the next step in our journey to become that go-to church on this side of Hendersonville and Sumner County. We want to be known as the church who not only knows about the love of Christ, but that shows the love of Christ to all people. Action is work. It's hard work. Work that takes on many forms and, and work that requires the collective of gifts and actions of all of us. Action cannot take place without the foundation of faith. It cannot be sustained without prayer and study. So this morning, I want you to be challenged. I want you to be challenged with the question of how God is calling you to act, where God is calling you to act, and when God is calling you to act. Action is essential if we're going to step out in faith and see our God-sized dream become a reality. Listen, see, and act to the glory of God 
and God's kingdom. Amen. coffee in the lobby watch a worship on a screen we got a rock star a preacher won't wake us from our dreams we want our blessings in our pockets we keep our missions overseas for the hurting in our cities would we even cross the street? But we want to see your heart set free. The tyrants kneel, the walls fall down, our land be healed. The church, if we want to see a change in the world out there, it's got to start right here. got to start right now. I'm starting right here. I'm starting right now. Like the brother, the prodigal, turned his nose and puffed his chest. He didn't run off like his brother. But his soul was just as dead. What if the church on Sunday was still the church on Monday too? What if we came down from our towers and walked a mile in someone's shoes? But we want to see a heart set free, the time is still, the walls fall down and a land be healed. Besides, if we want to see a change in the world out there, it's got to start right here, got to start right now, Lord, I'm starting right here, got to start right now. Ooh, the people who are called by His name. We surrender all the pride and turn from our ways. He will hear from heaven and forgive our sin. He will heal our land. It starts right here. People who are called by His name. If we surrender all the pride and hear from our ways. He will hear from heaven and forgive our sin. He will heal our land. It's got to start right here. Gotta start right now. Gotta start right here. Gotta start right now. Gotta start right here. 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 G